Hello, today we're talking about how to get your creative ideas fit for a broadcast. Is there a project or idea you'd love to reach a bigger audience? Could an opportunity to get on TV or radio be just what you need? But not a clue where to start? Well, hold your horses. As you'll be pleased to know, we are currently supporting creative individuals and organisations living and working in the West Midlands with just this thing. Notepads, pens and post-it notes at the ready. Let's find out more. Welcome to the Space Arts Podcast. Hello, I'm Claire Freeman, a podcast coach and freelance associate working with The Space. And The Space, in case you don't know, is an agency which supports those working in the arts sector. You too, if you're interested. And you can pop over to the website, thespace.org, to find out more. Today, we're heading to the land of Peaky Blinders and a place that has more parks than Venice has canals, supposedly, Birmingham and the West Midlands. Yes, there's been many musicians, artists and actors that have all crossed the paths in this area over the years. I'm sure a few are springing to your mind as I speak. But when it comes to the voices we hear and see in the present day, well, we believe there's not as many familiar Midlands faces as we'd hope. So here's an opportunity to change that. This is a training and development scheme like no other. We'll explain how, what and offer some food for thought during the course of this episode. But before we get into it, the guidelines we're discussing on this episode are available online. So if you haven't got a pen to hand right now, just remember the nice and easy website address, thespace.org. So first of all, let me introduce you to some of the rather knowledgeable folk who will be supporting this application process from start to finish. Hello to you all. Fiona Morris, first of all, Chief Executive and Creative Director of The Space. How the devil are you? I'm very well, thank you, Claire. And it's great to be here today talking about having a focus on stories and people of the West Midlands. Great. And producer Natalie Woolman's here as well. Hello, Natalie. Now, you just had some fantastic commissions go live on Sky Arts recently, haven't you? They were exciting. Hi, Claire. Yeah, the space um, supported artists from Coventry to create 10 beautiful short films for Sky Arts in partnership with Shoot Festival and the Coventry City of Culture Trust. They were a mixture of dance, drama, documentaries and more, and they were really beautiful and we're very proud of them. Yeah, I think we're going to mention those a little bit later, aren't we? Brilliant examples to look at. And also we've got Sam Todlana, who is a fellow freelance associate. Uh, What have you been up to, Sam? Oh, hi, Claire. Um, Great to be here. I have been up to a lot of stuff um, over the last kind of couple of years, being a freelancer. So uh, some exciting projects I've been involved with, actually, as part of the West Midlands creative sector. So, yeah, it's great to be um, talking about this one today. Yeah, I'm really cool to hear more about like the outreach work that you do as well. That's something we're going to tap into here. Uh, so thank you all for taking the time to kind of give us a bit more of a taster of what this involves. I mean, Fiona, I'm, I'm going to come to you first just to kind of set the scene, really. You know, what and who are you looking to support here with this scheme? Uh, we're really looking to support anyone, 
everyone, you know, anyone who feels that they've got a good story to tell um, that is about a person, a place, a time of the, that's rooted in, in the West Midlands. And really, this has come out of, you know, there's obviously been a tremendous focus on the West Midlands in these last uh, sort of 18 months, really, with the Coventry City of Culture. And then that's run straight on into, obviously, the very exciting upcoming Commonwealth Games. So there's a real buzz and a real sense of broadcasters around the world, not just around the UK, focusing on the West Midlands right now. But I think what we're really mindful of is, yeah, and what happens when when those circuses leave town, you know, what what's left behind? And what we really want to do is take this moment to to draw attention to an opportunity to really build out um, an, an opportunity for artists, for individuals in the West Midlands to look at how they tell their stories through broadcast media. And that that hopefully goes well beyond the current focus. Mm. I mean, and, and Natalie, do you kind of want to give a bit of an insight into, you know, how this opportunities actually come about? Yeah, well, it's come about partly because although there has been a lovely focus um, and that's going into a really exciting time for Birmingham and the West Midlands this summer with the Commonwealth Games, as Fiona said, we know that historically, and the space are not the only people who've recognised this, that the West Midlands are underrepresented on screen. We're not seeing that many or hearing that many West Midlands stories, characters, faces on our screens and on our radios. And this, it, it felt like this was a chance for us to create what, what's a bit of a pipeline for creatives and artists in the area, in the region, to develop um, ideas rooted in that region, as Fiona said, and, and help them to get on air or on screen with those ideas. And, you know, Sam, you work in West Midlands a lot. What is the kind of feeling, you know, about the, the buzz that Fiona's talking about? Is there a buzz? You know, what, what is the kind of lowdown in the creative world around West Midlands? Um, I think there is a buzz uh, and that buzz is increasing as time goes on. I think there were a lot of people thinking that there wasn't enough happening across the region. But yeah, I've been, you know, lucky enough to be working on some really interesting projects that are going to be happening across the West Midlands that should hopefully open up a few more doors. Um, and what I mean by that is, you know, things like, you know, things like MasterChef moving to, you know, to, to Birmingham, it's going to be filmed, you know, there's a content hub that's going to be um, opened, hopefully later on in the year in Digbeth, you know, things like Peaky Blinders with Stephen Knight, um, and, and so some great stuff happening um, for those that are working within Birmingham, but actually the whole entire region. Um, and I really hope that that will open doors for maybe a lot more kind of grassroots organisations or those people that are actually working within that creative industry that are um, sometimes, you know, underrepresented in the sense that they, they don't know what kind of opportunities are, are available for them or what, you know, how to get their voice heard. So this um pipeline that we're working on here at the space should be a great way to get those voices heard and should encourage people to to try and and and, and get that application in or um you know actually say this is my idea this is my story here you go and share 
And I'm right in thinking here, you know, just before we kind of move on to the nuts and the bolts of this, that, you know, this kind of idea about people being an artist or not an artist, some of the labels that we put on, that is not something that you kind of want to remove some of the stigma around that. Is that is that true, Fiona? Yeah, absolutely. I think I think people sometimes kind of feel like, oh, broadcast is something that is for other people. It's other people's stories but you know we all know the power of a good story and and actually that can be your own personal story that can be a story that you know about that can be I mean let's take something you know a a format that has taken over our airwaves like the repair shop who knew that a bookbinder and a clockmaker and a saddler would be the person through whom um, huge numbers of fantastic, wonderful stories of ordinary people and ordinary objects would have us all in tears regularly. You know, I mean, the point is, it's actually the quality of the story. It's for audiences to hear accents they recognize, to see faces they recognize, to hear snippets of history that they share. That That's what makes good stories. That's what storytelling is about. And anyone uh, can participate in that kind of process. So we really want to just say don't don't sort of self-define in a way that would exclude you from thinking your story or your voice is one that doesn't deserve to be broadcast let's kind of move on to looking at what the opportunity will actually offer um you know natalie how about you you kick off on this one Yeah, so the good news is that this opportunity has something for everyone who applies. And the reason we've done that is because we want to encourage people to apply. Um, That the juice of uh, the juice is worth the squeeze in terms of putting in that application, which we'll hear a bit more about in a minute, but is an expression of interest. It's designed to be short, it's designed to be straightforward. and everyone who puts in an application will be invited to a panel session um, where we will invite some big names and experts from the broadcast industry so you can get inside track on what it means to pitch to a broadcaster, what they're looking for, and what it what that process, what we call TV or radio development process looks like. After that initial stage, which will be open to everyone, there'll be a couple of different sort of phases as we whittle down the ideas to those that we are going to present to broadcasters. But at every stage during that kind of narrowing process, there'll be another set of training events with a few chances to network, a few written resources thrown in along the way. And so whatever stage you get to, we're really hoping that everyone will feel that they've learned something, as Fiona says, that they've been part of a training and development opportunity and that they've been able to think through their idea, their story, their character, whatever it is they've come to us with, they've been able to think about it in a different way and imagine it for radio or telly. Yeah, I mean, Sam, I'm imagining you're thinking about some of the people that you'd like to kind of reach um, you know, to to kind of get on board with this scheme, it, it, you know, this is going to be a, a real kind of amazing chance for them to kind of really see, you know, from the idea of the fantasy, but to see what this really involves and make it happen. And exactly like what Natalie's saying in regards to, we're trying to ensure that at every stage you get something out of it. So, you know, even if you apply, um, and you know you you put in an expression of interest, 
you know, you still get something out of it. So you still get a chance to hear from industry experts, no matter, you know, no matter which stage you get to. So that's one thing that I really love people to take away from this is that don't be put off by um, by that kind of application process. Even if you think, oh, God, my idea is not quite right. Or mm, what does, I don't know, what does broadcast mean? Or what does commissioning mean? And you don't know all those kind of terminologies. And those are the people that we would love to reach. You know, those those people that are out there, those creatives, please hear this message, apply. Because sometimes, you you know, a lot of us do get put off because you don't necessarily understand what it means. But like we're saying, if you've got a story, and you've got an idea to share, you could be a poet, you could be a writer, you know, you could you could literally be a lyricist, you know, you could be somebody that, you know, likes to kind of put things, creative, you know, ideas together. This, you know, this is your chance to be able to to put that whatever it is on on kind of online and, and send it to us. But yeah, no, it's definitely about getting to those people that wouldn't necessarily think that this opportunity is for them and making sure that throughout the whole process, everybody gets something out of it. Because sometimes that can be the, the, the difficult part. I mean, you, you're giving me the sales pitch. I'm intrigued. There's no doubt oh, about great. it. I'm, I'm hoping everybody else will be intrigued then. <laughs> <laughs> so like, where, where do we sign up? What do we need to do then, Sam? Run through that. So in terms of um, putting in your expression of interest, it like uh, like Latterly said, it's really, really simple. We're not asking for any kind of complicated um, kind of long pitch or whatever. It is literally at, on the SPACE website. So if you go to the www.thespace.org, you'll find Pitch Perfect on the homepage and you'll be able to put in your uh, expression of interest through there. Yeah. I mean, Natalie and, and Fiona, any any kind of things that you want to add about the application process there? It should feel as straightforward as what Sam just described. It's uh, it's an online form. We need some personal details so we can get hold of you. We need a little bit of information about your idea or character or the story you want to share with us. We ask for a bit of information about you um, and some monitoring information, which is tick box. And that's it. You're done. And you'll be invited to the panel event. So it should be, it, we really have designed it to be, to be brief. And as Sam said, we're not looking for a big, shiny PowerPoint pitch. We're looking for a few sentences about your idea. And that's, and that's what it all boiled down to. We're not looking for something fully formed at this stage. And if you don't like form filling, and there are plenty of reasons why people don't, or they might struggle with that in some way, you know, we're a very friendly team. We don't bite, you know, just speak to us. And if it's easier to do it as a little audio record, or if you'd like a bit of a hand with filling it out, you know, we want to make this process as accessible and inclusive as possible. So just get in touch and drop us a line. There are there are lots of kind of layers to this opportunity, aren't there? From from what we're learning, you know, it's almost like a, a pipeline to potential broadcast route. I mean, Natalie, why don't we kind of just recap about the the early part of the process? So, if an idea is selected, what happens next there? So, the, after you put in your expression of interest, the first thing is that everyone who's put in an application will be invited to participate in a panel with broadcast experts and specialists to learn a bit more about what the process of 
pitching an idea to broadcasters is like and what makes a good pitch for a somebody sitting looking at the um, their channel or radio station with hours to fill and what they might be looking for out of an idea so you'll have been part of this panel event if an idea is selected the first sort of phase will be about 20 around 20 individuals or organizations and those that group of 20 ideas will be invited to participate in some more training um, which will include a couple of set web sessions and access to some written resources to help them steer the kind of raw form of their idea into a more broadcast shaped idea so it's kind of a supportive process and that's the will be the first stage is encouraging them to think about whether it's what different channels personalities are like or what kind of shape format their their idea might look like or sound like on radio or on television that that's the first step of that process and Fiona, then we kind of go into like the, the the third and the fourth stage, I suppose, part of this, where we look a little bit closer into that broadcast mentoring and, and the partnership aspect and, you know, potentially more. Yeah, because sometimes these things, you know, you can have an individual idea, but suddenly, you know, we may see from the pictures that come in a pattern, you know, a certain subject or a theme or um, or some kind of overview that we can see might well appeal to a broadcaster if we were to put three or four together, three or four of these ideas together. So there's, there's always um, that kind of overview opportunity, knowing what's coming up in broadcasters heads they love an anniversary to hang a hook to hang a program on always goes down well so we will be looking to see what those opportunities are whether there might be uh other ways of looking at the idea people may be pitching something for television that we think would work brilliantly in radio or in partnership with another producer like something like audible or so there are opportunities to to think about the platform think about the format think about whether there's a series opportunity so there's that kind of next layer of work that will happen when we've got um what we would call a slate of projects that we're beginning to actively pursue uh, potential broadcast outcomes for yeah i mean i always think it's incredible as someone who comes from the freelance working with you guys how your ability to just kind of see what someone puts on a plate in front of them and you're like oh it could be here it could be here it could go there it could go there and and that's really exciting and you know and sam i'm imagining you know regardless of how far people go in the in the process this is something that people will want to shout about they want to raise awareness of like the work and their learning and you know about these things on their digital platforms right exactly and i think that's the great thing about going through the whole kind of process and it's not about whether you make it necessarily to the end (laughs) it's about the learning that you take away from it at every stage and that's what we're trying to ensure that everybody takes something away with them so it may be that actually you know you, you may get to through to stage one but actually at the end of it you've kind of met some industry um experts you've heard what they have to say you kind of understand a little bit more about what does you know what what's broadcasting what does commissioning mean you know how you know how do you pitch to you know to in front of those people that some people that you know would be a bit afraid to even you know tackle or wouldn't even know how to do it so i think at every kind of stage that 
any organization or individual gets to, it's nice for them to take something away with them. Uh, and that that's the key thing about this this program. Yeah, seeds and connections. Yeah, I definitely it is. And they always say, you know, your network is your net worth. It doesn't matter, you know, where, where you get to um, in this process. But I think what's really, really key as well is, yeah, it will be great if people shout out about it, if people share this opportunity with people that they know within their networks. Because sometimes what tends to happen is one network may know something or somebody knows something, but then they don't tell other people. We would love for people to share that opportunity um across the board and across the entire west midlands it's not just a birmingham thing if you're in the black country you know if you're wherever you are you know, as long as you're in the west midlands area it's it's for you yeah and, and fiona i suppose particularly if you are someone that is not necessarily connected to a formal organization if you are an independent or an individual that's vital in this situation isn't it yeah, absolutely. And I think you used a great word just now about connections. So a lot of what this process is about is also giving everybody visibility of one another and looking to see where we can help broker some relationships and some partnerships. So it's not about having broadcast background, but we will absolutely be working with our partners at Create Central and some of their wider group of, of indies, you know, production companies in the West Midlands, sort of making relationships, introducing people. And that may work brilliantly for this particular project, but we're really hopeful that what that really does is to embed some relationships that have real legacy to them and will allow people to continue talking to one another well beyond this program. thinking of someone who might be intrigued you know perhaps they've got like this nugget of an idea nestled in the back of their mind but they're not quite sure whether this is the type of thing that you'll be looking for you know perhaps it's worth us running through some examples of work that's previously been commissioned uh, by the space that maybe they can watch or they can listen to I mean Fiona does anything relevant kind of come to your mind? Yeah, absolutely. Again, another partner organisation that we've worked with a few times, Creative Black Country, had a fantastic series uh, called 100 Masters, which was really just talking about creative practice throughout the black country. Uh, that's amateurs, professionals, you know, photographers, writers, musicians. And, and they wanted to kind of shine a spotlight on just the extraordinary wealth and breadth of creative activity that was going on. And we worked with them to kind of create some short Facebook uh, videos, which were extraordinary. And, and the, the person who was kind of the first film to be launched was um, a, a really talented creative artist uh, called Caroline Jarawalla, who was working with recycled mosaics, making the most beautiful mosaics. The film that we worked on with her just went viral and you know it had so many views it was millions of people around the world who looked at that film the result of that was to just shine a light on that kind of creative practice that often gets overlooked and the stories behind because I always loved and will always remember Caroline saying that she had failed her her art GCSE and was told she'd never do anything creative and it's to all those people that we want to speak and say you absolutely have a right to talk about your creativity and we want to shine a light on it and so come and tell us your stories 
Wow. <laughs> um, Natalie, what what are you thinking, you know, which could be relevant for people here? Well, the, before I get on to what I was going to talk about in terms of an example, I would say, if you've got a nugget, a golden nugget, please apply. You know, don't overthink it. Don't overthink something about what you've seen. You can't, you can't see your idea in a, you know, your idea doesn't feel like something you've already seen or heard. That's exactly what we want. Don't overthink it, please. Um, please apply um, if you think you've got a golden nugget tucked in the back of your head. Um, in terms <laughs> of uh, project the space has recently worked on, I mentioned it at the beginning of the episode, we supported 10 artists in Coventry to make short films for Sky Arts with partners at Shoot and the Coventry City of Culture Trust. All 10 responded to a call, an open call out, and they were all responding to the theme of Unlocked. And it was absolutely phenomenal for us to see how 10 artists could respond in such completely different ways to that central idea. Um, we had, as I said earlier, dance pieces, spoken word pieces, dramas, a beautiful piece by the company Highly Sprung that looked at young people's experiences coming out another that explored freedom from addiction and and one of the one of the most moving pieces widows might that looked at how a death can give somebody back their life after um, many years of caring responsibilities so a really diverse mix of voices genres of art form um very very strong kind of kaleidoscope of films with different experiences all from artists in commentary um, and all of the all of those grassroots artists came came through a kind of development and commissioning production process with us at the space and our partners to deliver those ultimately to sky arts so mm. and many of them hadn't been on tv before none of them had actually been on broadcast before so this was a real upskilling development and um, sort of professional training opportunity for them from their kind of seed idea all the way through to commission for that project wow i mean and you know what we will put links to some of these projects we're talking about in our episode description so you can find those uh, or they'll be on the landing page on the website sam what what jumps to your mind um, what jumps to my mind is even if you think, like Natalie was saying, you know, you're not quite sure whether your idea fits for either radio, TV, it doesn't matter. We're not we're not expecting you to have thought all of that out or have thought about which platform or which channel your idea will fit into. If you probably probably need a bit of help or assistance, I'd get in touch. Um, and, and sometimes it's better to ask or kind of get a little bit of advice as well. So that, that's my key thing, because again, like I've been saying many times um, with you guys today, it's, it's not about putting people off who may not understand certain things. It's about actually hope, hopefully they can switch on and be a little bit more encouraged to, to apply. Um, so that, that's what I would say. I mean, it's interesting, isn't it? Because you kind of talk there about not worrying too much about the platform and you know what the final outcome might be i do remember one of the um theater organizations that i supported who were over in the east midlands actually uh, new perspectives and they had their hands on these brilliant kind of short stories by um the writer david rudkin but they didn't they couldn't find a home for them they wouldn't work on stage they didn't work as monologues and eventually they came to us with this with an idea to create an all singing dancing kind of multi 
multimedia website, but we went away and we supported them and looked at the budget and the time and their ability, and we turned it into a podcast series, which then they have gone on to form lots of partnerships. And, you know, that's really exciting that, you know, they can kind of come with just that. We're not quite sure where this is going. And then the freelance associates or the development producers at the space can help people get there. That's what we're kind of talking about here. So really exciting you know to go and just spend maybe a next the next few days watching listening to some of the things these examples that we're going to share with you just to kind of see what's really possible and as natalie says actually there can be people here who've never done tv never done radio never done broadcast don't know what commissioning even is and here they are they've just had their stuff broadcast on tv that could be you great to close our conversation i suppose um why don't we kind of round off with uh, any final words of advice natalie what what jumps to your mind i think it's you just touched on it there claire it's it's knowing you've got something great you know what you've got an idea or a story or a character or somebody you know or someone who's a really talented musician that you think should have a bigger platform what ask yourself what captivates you about that character or that idea or that story and that's the thing that enthusiasm the reason that you've logged into that expression of interest tell us what that is tell us about the idea or the story of the character but also tell us why you were find that compelling or captivating or surprising or exciting and that's that's the bit that we we want to capture and then we can help you think about where it could go and what shape it could take but that enthusiasm and a, and a kind of clear outline of what it what is the what that golden nugget is that's what we want in the expression of interest mm, like get to get to the heart of it don't lose the heart of your I mean Sam it's almost like you know don't do what you think you should do kind of do what you feel is right for you what what kind of advice would you offer yeah you've summed it up there Claire. <laughs> you've done it you've done it you said it all for me no i i think one of the key things as well is uh we would really love to hear from from all walks of life um we would love to hear from a diverse range of people from across the west midlands um i mean the west midlands itself is you know we're the youngest city in europe you know we've got probably the most diverse population uh you know in in the uk so i think it would be great to actually hear from a, a range of people across all different sectors and that's where we come back to that it's about yeah what do you feel is a great story what do you feel uh, is important to you or important to your community important to the west midlands in in, in general i mean look at uh, my name is Leon that got uh, played on BBC Two. That was Kit DeWald's book, that uh, adaptation of her book. And it took six years for that to happen. And it finally did. So it's about, you know, thinking anything is possible. Let me just put that idea in. You never know what can happen. Yeah, I think what you're saying, Sam, is is 
so powerful because you know i grew up in coventry i used to do radio shows with my little brother on on our ghetto blaster in our kitchen and i always wanted to work in radio but i never had the courage until i was 27 to actually go for it you know i worked in finance i worked in sales because i just i just didn't couldn't see how i would get these kind of opportunities and i think in the end it was through doing schemes and events like this that gave me those kind of seeds those connections that belief that I was worth applying or stepping up to kind of go for this. So, you know, as and my first job was in BBC Birmingham answering the phones, you know. I left a sales job to go and work answering the phones at BBC Birmingham. And that, and that's, I think, the point is, you know, today just applying for this could be someone's first step in making that move towards us. And that is truly exciting to see what, what doors this could open. Um, Fiona, the oracle of the space, what wonderful wise words are you going to share with us right now? Oh, I think just sort of endorse what what everyone has said, but but also just see, yeah, this is about us supporting you, hopefully giving you more confidence. You know, broadcast is one of those words that can sound very other, not for me. I I don't I don't deserve to be there. That's ridiculous. That the very foundations of public service broadcasting in this country um, have enshrined in them. This should just be a window. It's just a window into the world in which we live, to the people who live next door to us, to the stories we all share in common with one another. And what we want to do is to challenge some of what has happened in recent years where perhaps the stories, maybe that window has been looking out on one landscape for a little bit too long. And what we'd like to do is to hear from some of the other voices and people so that we can make sure that the next time you look through that window or listen to that radio window onto the world, you hear yourself or people you recognise. And we want to do something to support that. Fantastic. Well, thank you, Fiona, Natalie, Sam. And, you know, I know that you'll have inspired our listeners to to have the courage to reach out for support. And, you know, for you guys listening, do make sure that you visit the website, read and apply for the Pitch Perfect opportunity. And thank you for listening to this bonus episode. Uh, If you've not listened to our earlier episodes of the podcast series, then it is available and it's online and it's waiting for you right now. Great examples of people who have been in your shoes there as well. And there's brilliant resources on the website. So a reminder of that website, the space.org. Have a great day with whatever ideas you're currently tinkering with and good luck. Good luck.